The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hello, everyone. This is Rob Golfie with Remax, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition with host Rick Zamprin. Call the number one Remax team in Canada. That just so happens to be the Golfie team, 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com, because we're in a pretty interesting market. And if you want to put your home up for sale, if you're looking to buy a house, you got to call the Golfy team. Again, 905-575-7700. And while you are thinking about that, let's give you some things to think about as well, including buying a home during a recession. We might be there in the not-too-distant future. Selling a home in a down market. We're certainly at that juncture for sure. What's going on in Toronto? Well, housing construction there is light years away where it should be. Also talk about how to achieve affordable housing in this country. Hint, it's going to take a lot of money. But to begin the day, what is happening in your real estate life this week, Mr. Golfi? Well, the market is uh, a little softer than it was even last month. And uh, I was even talking to uh, my broker and he was saying, yeah, things are things are getting t- uh, tough out there. The, the unit sales are are dropping and uh, and it, and it's showing that it, it, the uh, the market in the last six months, hey eh, Rick, I, I sent you the the bench uh, the benchmark price for the last six months mm-hmm. in different areas, and it's it's bouncing up and down. And in uh, in in Hamilton, April, we were at uh, six hundred seventy six thousand five hundred. We jumped up to seven hundred. Now we're back to six fifty for September average sale price in Hamilton proper. Hamilton, that's uh, all the areas. Burlington. Um, it dropped in August, but it picked back up in, in uh, September. Like in August, if you you know, the, the, there was probably a little bit of quiet there, so there were some opportunities there for buying uh, in August. And I think Phil bought in August, and I think he paid, uh, and he bought just before like it was hitting the market. The house it was another agent, and he found it on uh, in, on his Instagram, and he and he, and he went and, and made a deal. And sometimes he's feeling like maybe I overpaid for it. I said, don't worry about it. In Ten <laughs> years, you, you won't even you, you won't think that. And even I said less than three years, you won't think that. So I think you, you're okay. Uh, in Brantford, uh, yeah, like it's just bouncing. Like it's at uh, in September, the average sale price, in, oh, sorry, not average benchmark price uh, was six hundred forty-five thousand, and uh, in May it was as high as six hundred and eighty-six thousand. So it's it's kind of bouncing, St. Catharines. Uh, with the, at the height in St. Catharines in May was 625,000 in the last six months. Now it's 605. Niagara Falls, they're taking a big hit there. Um, so in the height in Niagara Falls, they were at 665,000 average, uh, sorry, benchmark price. That was in April. Now there's six, uh, five, 564,000. So Niagara Falls is readjusting itself and realigning. Uh, Welland, um, at the height, 625,000 in June. Now they're down to 557,000 benchmark price. Uh, Oakville is, is, is still strong. Like, you know what? And it, it, and I read in the paper, yeah, Oakville's just still selling. The rich are, are rich. They're still rich. They're not, <laughs> they're, they're okay. They're not getting affected uh, no matter what the interest rates or what the economy's like. So those guys are, those guys are okay. You can live in Oakville, man. You've, uh, You've got money, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, 
Toronto, um, they're down the height. They were at 940 in the last six months in May, and now they're down to 916. That's all of the GTA, which, you know, I know seems low, but it's, but if you, uh, you know, put everything all together, it, it brings that as the benchmark price. Um, uh, you know, and then again, in, in the Hamilton Wentworth area, it's up and down in certain areas. Like it's down, uh, average sale price, uh, like in, in Ancaster year over year. I mean, we're down, uh, 9% in benchmark price, hmm. uh, 50% in Flamborough. Well, Flamborough is a tough one because there's a lot of high end homes there. If they don't sell that, that brings the, that brings the number down. But, uh, in Niagara, there's, you know, again, uh, Bond Hill, Pelham, they're up. 12% in benchmark price. Uh, but, uh, Paul Coburn down 5%. So it's just, it's, uh, everything is just, uh, different. Like it's, it's it, like I said, it's going to, it's going to bounce, but, but I do feel that we're probably going to see a little bit more of adjustment at the end of the year. Are we going to hit bottom? I'm not sure about that. Maybe, uh, maybe January, February, and then boom, I think it's going to climb. We, we got a short window there, Rick, where for people that are looking at buying, they there's opportunity there coming up, and and it and it's going to change uh, for like for home ownership, and uh, and then it's hard to tell which way it's going to go. But like I said, if, if you own uh, if you own real estate, it's going to go. Um, the one thing is, I do feel that they will probably bring up the interest rate a uh, quarter percent at the end of this month, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and. Um, and, and I, I think they just kind of slowed, slow that inflation down next year. When you see two months of, uh, interest rates start declining, that's when you're, you're going to see the economy start coming back again and things are going to go, you know, the, the housing market's going to go. And, and if you come and once it gets, if you can get that locked in five years under, uh, at 5% or less, lock it in, Don't <laughs> lock that sucker in. Yeah. I'm telling you, everybody learned their lesson. The ones that didn't lock in, I, I didn't, I should have, I, I wish I did. I, you know, on some of my investments, I should have locked in when the interest rates are low. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I didn't, uh, cause I thought, Hey, you know what? The variable rate is, is, is good, you know, but, uh, but you look, but you learn, you learn your lesson. And, um, uh, but yeah, it's just, uh, it's just what we have to go through to flush everything out and, uh, clean up things, but we still have a shortage of homes out there, Rick. I, uh, I did the same thing with the interest rates last summer. So about a year ago, just over, actually just over a year ago, um, my wife and I did a refinance. We were going to, you know, uh, rejuvenate the, the front and, and the backyard, which we have the, the project's all done. It looks absolutely fantastic. And I'm sure it's, it's boosted the value of, of our house, but we had a variable rate of, I think it was like 3.6. And I thought, well, that's pretty good. You know, variable is going to be great. I knew that, you know, interest rates would go up a little bit, but I was kind of prepared for that. But once it hit, I think it was five. I'm like, all right, let's, let's lock this thing in because we don't need any more instability when it comes to our monthly expenses. And I can really sympathize with those, especially uh, mortgage holders that are opening up now and they're, they're up for renewal when they used to be paying, you know, upwards of about 2%. Now they're looking at, you know, six, six and a half, maybe even seven, yeah. depending on where they are. So yeah, it's, it's pretty scary. Oh, uh, no doubt. And I've got one prop, I've got a commercial property and uh, the, I, I can't believe the difference in, uh, in my mortgage payment now on that uh, commercial property and, and commercial interest rate is a lot different than residential real estate. It's, it's a few points more. Mm. And, uh, and I'm like looking at, wow, I wish I locked in, but, but I'm just hanging in there. I, it's short term pain. 
uh, on the, on these high interest rates, mm-hmm. but it'll be long term. It'll be a long term uh, gain. So I'm gonna I'm gonna weather the storm with the with the interest rates uh, that they are, and then uh, and then I'll just uh, lock in. So uh, on all my properties, and then I know what my my uh, payments are on all my uh, investment properties, and then you know for five years I'll be uh, solid. Yeah. And then hopefully uh, it's the same thing. But uh, but yeah, but with the way the housing market's going, like it's it's I truly truly believe. Um, it, uh, up, there's an opportunity and it's coming up and you, and, but that opportunity, that window is, is going to be very short. Hmm. It's going to be a short window. Um, and, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's time for people to start looking if they want to look, don't, don't worry about the interest rates. Just get in there. If you can afford it, get in there, get help, uh, family, friends, and, uh, the interest rates will come down. Just, just go variable for, uh, maybe, you know, for a year. And then once it drops, well, you're good because they got, they got to do something about this housing market. Yep. Of all the stats that you uh, shared with us, uh, when it comes to benchmark price for for the last six months, or even some of the you know the activity in terms of the percentage or even sales numbers that have changed, there's one number, actually two, that kind of stick out to me, and I I feel are extremely interesting, and that is from September 2022 to September 2023. So basically, the last year, when you look at Hamilton and Stony Creek benchmark price, no change. What does that tell you? Yeah, it's just, it's solid because Hamilton's a solid uh, solid place to uh, uh, of a market, and uh, it, it's just it, it's where everybody's moving to. The, it's close to to the GTA. GTA buyers are coming out this way still. Um, it, it it's it's solid. Yeah, it. I mean, it, it gets adjusted, but it's it's not going to be as bad as uh, uh, other areas. Mm-hmm. Um, Nan- Niagara, you know what? It's a little further from the GTA, but. Uh, I, um, but I know a lot of people that are moving towards Niagara, if they're from the GTA, um, they may not be working in the GTA, but a lot of older families are moving that way. Like, uh, you know, maybe they immigrated, uh, from whatever country they came from, they stayed in Toronto. Now they're saying, you know what, I don't need to, uh, have uh, live in this hustle and bustle. Niagara Falls is definitely an area. Uh, and, and I always thought that, um, that the prices in Niagara and some areas definitely they shot up too far up that it had to get readjusted. It looks like it's starting to do that right now. Mm-hmm. So the opportunity in, in Niagara is going to be there uh, in the next few months for sure. We got uh, about 90 seconds left in this segment. Do you use that price stability knowing that over the last year, you know, in comparison to other parts of the community or other cities, we've seen some big declines in price. You know, we've seen some gains here or there. You know, Dundas, for example, went up 31%, but, you know, only 17 houses were sold uh, within the last year. Do you use that price stability as a marketing point for a particular home? Um, you know what? It, it depends. Like, if, if I'm going to um, sit down with somebody and talk to them about their house, like selling it, um, I will, I will sit there and say, this is what's been going on. And sometimes I'll bring up the last 12 months of what the benchmark price has been every month for the last 12 months. So they can see what's been happening. So they understand it. They get a, a feel for it. Now the marketing part, like, I mean, like it, it, it's hard to gauge, you know, like you gotta, like sometimes the, the average sale price goes up because you sell this one, five, $10 million house. It just kind of uh, takes things, but the benchmark price, gets rid of that. But marketing wise, uh, like, like, like this one in, uh, in Dundas, like, I mean, uh, they're up 30, 31% year over year. 
And I just think that uh, a lot of activity has just been happening there. And uh, it's just, it just, it's just a fluke. Now, next month we may see uh, a change in that and uh, year over year, like you may not see that 50% uh, increase. It, it is tough. Like, you know what I mean? And, and sometimes uh, like, like I, I get what you're saying, like marketing, you know, Hey, this is a good opportunity in this little area. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would jump on cause there's, there's some good prices there, but yeah, no, I get it. I get it. It's uh, yeah. You know what? Maybe we should start doing that marketing that, <laughs> Hey, this section of the city is the best time right now to buy. And some people do. And, but we haven't done that ourselves yet. Interesting stuff. When we come back, uh, the CMHC says a lot of money is needed to achieving housing affordability. Find out how much money is needed when we come back here on the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfy, sales representative, Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. If you want to sell your house or you are in the market to buy a home, call the number one Remax team in Canada, the Golfy team at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfy.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. You can also follow the Golfie team on X, Facebook, Threads, Instagram, and TikTok. And if you want an instant home estimate, go online to GolfieHomeValue.com. That's GolfieHomeValue.com for that instant home estimate. Lots more to come on the show, including how some landlords, or at least one, is offering a six-bedroom apartment for rent. It doesn't come with any walls, and the mattresses are on the floor. We'll talk about that a little later on in the show. But CMHC, Canada Mortgage Housing Corporation, says we need at least $1 trillion in investment to achieve housing affordability, which they are guessing is going to come, or at least should come, by 2030. It says we need to build 3.5 million homes to close this affordability gap. And they're saying that the private sector should be playing a key role in this. There are other people saying, hey, the governments need to really boost up their spending. That's a that's a huge number, Rob. One trillion dollars. I don't think that's achievable. No chance. That is, that's not happening. And it's just going to get worse and worse as time goes on. We're going to hit we're going to hit 2000. And 30, which is what, seven years away, yeah. six and a half years away. And we're going to sit here and we're going to be talking. And they, and then from this point to that point, maybe they only build, built maybe a million homes across Canada total. Mm-hmm. Maybe even, I don't even think they're going to hit that to tell you the truth. So as time goes on, as time goes on, it, it, it's just going to get more expensive. And like, and, and this is just an adjustment period right now. The interest rates is what the government's doing that's killing the, uh, uh, the economy right now. And, you know, I mean, they're taking away the uh, surplus of income that people have and they have to put it towards their mortgage, which they have to pay, you know, a higher interest rates. So, so, so they're pushing to go into a recession. Basically, somebody's mortgage payment was maybe $1,500 a month. Now it's going to be $2,500 a month. So that extra $1,000 now they can't go 
and buy things for their kids and do things, go vacation. So they're not spending that. It's just going towards interest uh, payments on their house. And it's going to cause a slow, a, a, a slowdown, but there's no way, there's no way. And not only that, I'm going to tell you, uh, coming up, they're, they're trying to build as many apartment buildings as they are. Leona is doing that. They're building like crazy in Hamilton. And I know a lot of other projects are going because the government's giving incentives to do it. And they're giving uh, money for uh, whatever, like grants or whatever, so that they do build these, which is fantastic. But not everybody wants to live in an apartment building. You got a family, you know, with two kids, you don't want them running up and down the hall as their backyard for like, you know, so it's going to be such a privilege in the future to rent a single family home or a townhouse. And it's like, well, like people are going to go like this. Why you, you live in a, in a townhouse or detached home, like, like you're renting. How did you get that? I mean, I mean, how can you afford that? First of all, <laughs> but how did you get that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and, uh, but that's going to be, a, that's going to be a privilege. And, uh, because it's, it's shrinking and shrinking right now. We had so many rentals in Hamilton, uh, probably, uh, before I, uh, even before 2017 before. So what happened was the, the rush of, of, uh, everybody moving this way, bought all these houses that were rentals for, for landlords that owned them, people owned them. They say, Hey, I'm going to sell it. Hey, if this Toronto guy wants to give me that much money. No problem. They evicted the tenant, which at the time there was lots of properties, lots of, uh, lots of room for them to find something else to move into. And then the new owner would renovate and fix and, and now they live there. So, so they squeezed out the renter and that's, what's driving the rental up. And, uh, but yeah, like it's just, uh, it's, it's just getting expensive and they're not going to hit that. They're not, they're not going to hit that three, three and a half million across Canada. And, and the majority of that needs to be done in, uh, in Canada. I think was it, uh, they need a million, million homes, uh, by 2030, just in, in Ontario, or it's probably more than 1.5 million. That's half 1.5 million in Ontario by two, uh, 2030, which is never going to happen. It's not going to happen. I, There's I've, no way. Cause I've said the same thing too, you know, uh, one and a half million homes in 10 years, that's 150,000 homes per year. I don't think we've ever hit triple or a hundred thousand homes in this province ever. Oh no. And, and right now we're at a standstill. Like these builders are sitting there going, Oh, they're not sure if they want to even open up a project or open up a site because they don't want to put so much money in because of the interest rates, the way they are. I, I, I think, you know what, the government should say, listen, you build it. Uh, we'll, we'll guarantee that, uh, that, uh, you, you're not going to have to pay the interest on holding these houses. And, uh, but, but the thing is buyers aren't buying as much as they are. The only people who are buying are the people that, you know, they pre-approved at this interest rate, which is fantastic. They, you know, they're buying and if the interest rates go up 2%, they can handle it because of the stress test. But if the interest rates go down, you know, three points. These guys, wow, they're gonna they're gonna feel like they just won a lottery every month by the extra uh, money that they're gonna, uh, you know, take in or keep uh, instead of paying an interest rate. But it, it it's yeah, like it's just uh, it's gonna be a difficult difficult uh, upcoming uh, ten years uh, for a lot of um, a lot of buyers out there right now. And that's why I'm saying if you can get in right now, do it. Um, I've got one property. I'm not sure if I'm keeping or selling. And, uh, so like I'm, I'm debating and I, and I've got it empty right now, Rick, because I don't want to take the chance of renting it. And then if I decide to sell it, cause I'm using it for another project for that money, 
uh, I may have a tenant say, listen, I'm not, I'm, I'm not leaving. Good luck. Hey, see you <laughs> in court at the landlord tenant board in a year. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't need that, that, uh, to face that. So I'm actually basically forced to keep, uh, a, a property empty because I don't need to have that challenge. And I was just talking to somebody last night and, uh, he, he, he was telling me, he goes, Rob, I, he goes, we're, you know, retiring. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, just taking, um, I'm deciding to, you know, not have, you know, any of these investment properties. So I gave, uh, a, a good tenant of mine, uh, a, a, a notice that they're, that I sold the property and he, and the tenant says, I'm not moving out. And I'm like, see what, see what he's going through. Mm-hmm. This guy wants to retire. He want he doesn't want anything to do with his investment. And he's got a tenant that is giving him grief and uh, saying, I'm not moving out. How do you deal with that? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like maybe this guy needed money. Maybe he needs to put his kids in college. Who knows what he needs it. But I don't think they, that, that somebody should have that kind of power over somebody on their own investment. And, and, and the government is not really teaching uh, the public a good thing about this. It's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt it's, it's going to affect something and it's not going to be good whether it goes either way or the other. It's not going to be good. It's not good. You know what I mean? Like, like that person should find another place and, uh, and you know, that's just the way life is, or he should have negotiated a five-year term. I'm telling you, if you're a renter out there, go to your landlord, get a lease signed up for another three years. It's easy to get out of that lease. It is easy to get out. But to get in and lock it in, lock it up, lock that lease up for five years. Say, hey, listen, I, I, I want to stay here. You're a great landlord. Uh, I'm a great tenant. I pay my uh, 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 lease on time. Can I sign three years guaranteed that you, you won't raise my rent? So that means they can't even kick that tenant out. Yeah. So that's what te- l- t- renters got to do right now. They got to go to their uh, landlord and, and, and uh, sign a, a new lease agreement. Well, here's another wrinkle into the home building challenges that we have. A report from the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board says they're 10 years behind their housing construction targets. So forget about building one and a half million homes in 10 years in Ontario. Toronto is already a decade behind. They're playing catch up and I'm sure they're not the only city doing so. Oh, so that tells you. Real estate for the next 20 years is going to be fantastic. So <laughs> bye, bye, bye. That's right. So if they're 10 years behind, so by the time they catch up in 10 years, if they do, which they won't in 10 years, yeah. they're still going to be at 10 years or more behind in te- in 20 years So or, or 10 years. So they're always going to be behind. And it, and, and I'll tell you that labor forces get is shrinking and shrinking and it's, 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 it's not going to be good, but, but buy real estate, no matter what. If you think it's high now, wait, wait till ten years comes. <laughs> You're going to be going. I should have bought. I should have. I could have, but I didn't, and I regret it. You don't want regrets in this no. in this world when it's coming to buy real estate. So we know we're in a a bit of a down market, at least in some sections of Hamilton, Burlington, Niagara. Certainly the GTA feeling that as well. So what are some of the things we should be doing when selling a home in a down market? We know it's a big challenge, but Rob, you have some essential tips and strategies to help people who are in this position. Pricing strategy is the key thing uh, when you're pricing your house in the market that we're in or going into. So for instance, um, I've got this one, uh, property and I said to my client, I said, you know what? $1 million is the right price for this house. Hmm. 
I says we could try one one million fifty, but I think you know what I I, I don't think it's I think it's going to be a tough one. And he goes, no, let's listen to a million fifty. I go, okay, no problem. And I and I said to him, I go, look, I go, if we listen at a million fifty, coming down to a million, yes, that's a different price point, but we may have to even go lower than that. We'll we'll see. So anyway, we had no showings at a million fifty, so we're dropping it to nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred. And we're just going to see, I just, I just did it. I just did it. So we're, I'm hoping that we get some action, but I tried to get them to 950,000 because I'm trying to get under the market and we're chasing the market down. Mm -hmm. So pricing strategy is the most uh, important thing. Now people, no matter what the, the economy is, curb appeal will get the people in and staging. So if you've got a, a nice house, and, uh, and you just got to touch it up. Like, you know, sometimes a, like the, the most minimal cost to get your house looking good, you can do it. It'll make a difference in, in, in selling your house, not only like for more money, but fast. And that's what, and that's what you want. But, but that goes in with pricing it right. Uh, uh marketing and presentation, you know what I mean? You, like, like us, we, we're heavy online marketers when it comes to putting your house up for sale. Um, like we rank the highest of searched listings amongst any other realtor out there. So when people are going, this is the Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition on 900 CHL. Rick Sanford here, Rob Golfy there. He's the sales representative with Remax is starting Realty the Golfy team. Find them on the World Wide Web. RobGolfy.com. RobGolfy.com. Call the number one Remax team in Canada. The Golfy team. 905-575-7700. Check them out on Facebook, X, Instagram. Grand threads, homes, TikTok, yes, dominating the, the social media home. game. Uh, and you can also go online to golfyluxury.com and, and, and check out the luxury Timing estates that are on that website, month golfyluxury.com. Uh, also, if you have a question or uh, a topic idea you'd like to address on a future show, send the Golfy team an email, questions at robgolfy.com, and So before the break, we talked about selling a home in a down market and how pricing is important. you got to have that curb appeal. You gotta have it staged. Marketing and presentation are huge. So too is being a little flexible on the negotiations. You gotta have the timing right, and certainly get those repairs done. Those are things that you need to do when you're selling a house in a tough market. What if you are buying a home? Some really good tips, and a lot of people are trying to do this. And of course, you guys have the golfy team. And again, you can call the number one Remax team in Canada. 905-575-7700 to assist you in selling your home in this particularly difficult market. Or go online to Golfy. You know what? It's com. That's Rob G-O-L-F-I.com. That the first one that you mentioned, if the home is not priced right, I mean, you're playing catch-up from you know, out of the starting all books. The, you know, then you do the credit check. Oh, absolutely. And, and it happens all the time. On their credit I, I, I'd say, you know, half our, uh, half our, our listings that we have in inventory, we just price just above what the market is. Now, when you lower it, if the market's going down, and you lower it to the price where it should have been when you first listed it, you know what I mean? It's still not selling. So now you got to do another lower when you write it on paper. So there's And that's what we call it chasing the market down. And you got to be careful in doing that because you just chase it. Chase it, chase it, chase it, and then you end up expensive. saying, you know what? 
Uh, we should have. We should have. Uh, uh, like, listed there's it at the, at the right price. I have one that we listed uh, uh, for two point one million. And I told the guy, "We've got to be under two million. And you're in your house." house. And, you go, and he goes, "Oh no, let's just try. Let's just try." It. Guess <laughs> what? We're chasing <laughs> the market you're, you're down. Tough. We're at one point eight million right now. And and he he realizes it. I said, and I told him, "I said, listen, you know that was your price. You know that wasn't my advice to do. I I I warned you that this would happen. And and he realizes it, but." you can do about now. On now the market on the, the market is changing and he's going to have to accept it when, it, uh, when he sells the, the so price you, but he could have got like it's probably 1.8 1.9 million uh, for it research, if he you know, the priced it at, uh, at the price that I suggested well and that's a great unknown you'll never know at that particular price point that you recommended it may have sold you don't want to buy you want to know what the market conditions are within 30 to 60 days you don't want to go back 180 days or 120 days so you really you really got to research it. You're you're richer, and it's got to research that. Got to live with that. Um, and you got to look at it as a long-term. When we come back, so, we, uh, you know, whether we just gave you a list of uh, uh, the key points and uh, things that you, you should be doing when you're selling a home in a down market. What if you're buying a home during a recession? We could have one sometime soon. We'll get into that and a whole lot more here on the Gulfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHL. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. This is the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Sanford here, Rob Golfie there. He's the sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Find them on the World Wide Web, rockgolfie.com. That's rockgolfie.com. Call the number one Remax team in Canada, to, the Golfie uh, team, 905-575-7700. Check them out on Facebook, X, Instagram, Threads, TikTok, they're dominating the social and media game. And you can also go online to GolfieLuxury.com to, and check out the luxury top. estates Just that are on our website, GolfieLuxury.com. Also, if you have a question or a topic idea you would like to address on a future show, send the Golfie team an email, questions at RobGolfie.com, and Rob will answer it on a future show. And the things they so change. The Everyone wants to change about the house. selling so a sure home in the down market and how pricing is important. You got to have that curb appeal. You got to have it staged. Marketing and presentation are huge. So too is being a little flexible on the negotiations. You got to have the timing right. And certainly, get those repairs done if they're uncovered in home inspection. What if you are buying a home during a down market? You could get the wrong lawyer, and he charges you two, three grand for legal fees. Meanwhile, most lawyers charge you know somewhere between eight and nine hundred to a thousand dollars for legal fees. So always ask how much you charge, a, uh, pre, and then your and then the lawyer knows that you're conscious at the interest rate that you're on. What a lot it's of people cost you, you know what, to, uh, amazing to pay for the legal fees on that. So always ask. You ever been in a situation you hire somebody to do a job, they put an offer on how much it's going to be, and guess what? It always ends up being a lot more, and they got some then you then you expected it, and now they can't. Never again. You always say, never again. Am I going to do this? I'm going to ask how much to get that done. You don't want to, and it's always sometimes people that you know. Just, it's, 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 it
back, uh, we're going to tell you about uh, the six-bedroom apartment for rent in Ontario. In and you're it's, in your house. Uh, it has some go, issues. Oh, we'll explain next on the Golfy Real Estate Show, <laughs> Hamilton Edition on you're 900 CHML. It's tough. Like, it's hard to, like, you write down all your expenses, but there's always something that comes out of nowhere that just throws a curveball into your monthly, you know, income and expense. So just really, really find out what it is. And, 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 and be very, you know, aggressive on the, on the numbers, how much it costs. So like, like if, if you think your grocery bill is 500 a month, put down 700 just in case mm-hmm. so that you, you know what I mean? Like it's, it, you know, just do that. Uh, research, you know, the market conditions, obviously if you're in a, in, if the market uh, is uh, in a recession and you're buying, you're in a good state, but, but keep an eye on it. You don't, you, you don't want to buy, you, you want to know what the market conditions are within 30 to 60 days. You don't want to go back 180 days or 120 days. So you really, really got to research it. Your realtor has got to research that. Um, and you got to look at it as a long-term investment. So, you know, whether the market goes up or down when you purchase, you're going to be fine. You don't have to worry about it. If it's because it's a long-term investment, you're going to be doing good. Um, you know, your down payment, obviously, if you, if, if you're first time buyer 5%, you know, you're going to be financing up to 95%, but if you can put 20%, that's great. Um, home inspections, home inspections are good. Uh, but home inspectors do miss things. Uh, sometimes it's good to have a specialized person. If there's a questionable thing in, in the property, the one thing I, I do look at home inspections is where are the downspouts going down? How old's the house? Like when, you know, a lot of these houses in Hamilton, they were built like 80 years ago and, mm-hmm. and they may not even have weeping tiles or, or it's the same weeping tiles and those weeping tiles are full of mud, but obviously there's no water going down in the basement. The houses are close. Water is seeping away from the property. Um, and then negotiating, you are in a good seat when it comes to, uh, as a, as a buyer negotiating on a house. Now it, it'll be harder to negotiate against somebody that's got everything perfect in the house. But if there's some issues and you're in a, it's a, a recession time negotiations, don't be afraid to, to be tough, just be strong and have, and hopefully you got somebody strong. Um, again, uh, uh, have an emergency fund, make sure you got a little extra cash. The one thing a lot of people don't, uh, see when they buy a new house is they want to paint it and the things they change. Everybody wants to change the house. So make sure you got that extra cash to do it. Sometimes people spend the money and then they realize they're short for the next month, uh, to pay the bills and stuff like that. Get good legal advice. Diversify, um, you know, talk to your lawyer and everything else like that, how much everything's going to be. Always ask your lawyer, what are my legal fees going to be? Don't just assume you could get the wrong lawyer and he charges you two, three grand for his legal fees. Meanwhile, most lawyers charge, you know, somewhere between eight, nine hundred to a thousand dollars for the legal fees. So always ask how much you charge. And then and then the lawyer knows that you're conscious of what it's going to cost you to, uh, to pay for the legal fees on that. So always ask ever, you ever been in a situation, you hire somebody to do a job, you never ask them how much it's going to be. And guess what? It always ends up being a lot more (laughs) uh, 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 than you, than you, than you expected it. And you say, never again. You always say, never again, am I going to do this? I'm going to ask how much it is. And then, but, and it's always sometimes people that, you know, you say, oh, I'll take care of you. If somebody says, okay, don't worry, I'll take care of you. Okay, well, tell me how much you're going to take care of me. Don't <laughs> don't let them say I'm going to take care of you. I've been in those situations so many times. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you know, yeah, and, and, and I'm sure everybody that's listening, they, they understand what I'm talking about because – you know, it's always, it's always the case. Get it in writing. Great tips on buying a home in a down market or a recession. When we come back, we're going to tell you about this six bedroom apartment for rent in Ontario. 
It's, well, it has some issues. We'll explain next on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. <laughs> Last go round here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfy. He's a sales representative with Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfy team, and you can find him online at robgolfy.com. That's Rob, G O L F I.com. The phone number is 905 575 7700. Whether you want to sell your house or you're in the market to buy a home, call the number one Remax team in Canada, the Golfy team, 905 575 Zero, zero. So there's an apartment in Windsor where it has six bedrooms for rent. And uh, the issue, is, well, there's a few issues with this place. Uh, number one, the rent is pretty cheap. I think it was three twenty-five a month, which is, I mean, dirt cheap. The 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 uh, the um, apartment has six bedrooms, one bathroom. Again, this is in Windsor. The problem is there are no walls within the sleeping area. They're only um, separated by, I guess you call them kind of clothing um, uh, shelves, for lack of a better term. And the mattress or drapes or, or dra- dra- like drapes. drapes. Yeah. yeah. They're kind of just yeah. cordoned off. You're kind of like you know, in a living cubicle. And the mattresses, they're not really beds with box springs. There's just mattresses on the floor. This is horrible. Oh, I, I know. But would you call this uh, like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, housing units where they they help homeless people like almost like, like a squatting like, situation yeah like like i mean they can do that like i mean you can get a a, a large house and 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 put 20 people in there hopefully they don't have cars but um <laughs> yeah. but yeah they're, ju- they're just they're just they're just it's like it's like a warehouse with a bunch of uh beds and and they just put like a, a kind of like a partition in between yeah. each bed and look, you know, I mean, can you imagine that you got a couple of snoring people and, and uh, you, you can't sleep in there? You got to almost, <laughs> uh, that's tough. But I, I guess that's where we're coming to. And it's going to get, it's, it's, there's going to be so much of this coming out. Like last, last time we were talking about people sharing their beds, out, you know, and that was in the news and that was in the, on, the, on the newspapers. Now we got people splitting up a, a big room into, into part, like kind of great partitions or partitions. They have like a small little closet, like a, a portable closet area where they can hand their clothes, a bed, and that's it. And they share, they probably share the kitchen and share the uh, the bathroom, which is which which would be tough. I I just I just think uh, it, it, you're going to see more of that. Like you're going to see a lot, you know ten people living in the house just so they can afford it. You're gonna you're gonna see two families living in 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 a three bedroom house, and you got you know or four bedroom house, one family. Each each parents get a bedroom, and the kids all sleep in one bedroom. So that's your four bedrooms. It depends, and uh, so they can afford the house. You're going to see a lot of that happening. Not only just immigrants do that already as it is, just because they're just coming to this country with you know some of them with no money, refugees mm-hmm. and stuff. But you're going to see that uh, is going to be just because they can't find housing and uh, and and affordability and. It's just going to, ha- and that's just going to happen with people that were born and raised here. And they just, Hey, listen, I, you know, you know, you talk to your buddy and say, listen, Hey, your family, you know, our family get along. Let's, let's, let's rent or buy this house and, and live together uh, as one big 
happy go lucky, you know, <laughs> wallless family, you know, two families. Yeah. Two <laughs> yeah. families. It's It's going to happen that way. I think in the future, not too far soon. Well, and, and there's two schools of thought here because a lot of people are saying, you know, how dare this landlord do it at, you know, at the same time, while the conditions aren't perfect, at least this individual is offering six individuals an opportunity to have, you know, a real place to stay, even though it might not be glamorous, at least they have something. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, Hey, for, for a young single guy or even a, any single guy, uh, it, it, he, he, guys don't care where they sleep. As long as they've got a bed to sleep, in. they don't care. True. They don't yeah. care the condition. But you know what? For, for women, I can see that it's not going to be ideal place. Uh, women prefer more privacy. You don't want to just be walking through a, a big room and you could see everybody sleeping in their, yeah. in their individual spot. It's, you know, and, you know, but I, I think, um, yeah, I think for guys, not a problem. Guys don't care. Mm-hmm. But for women, uh, it's, it's not going to be as easy. Uh, last one for me. we got just over a minute. The, there's a, some neighbors in a Toronto area that are complaining about a monster garden suite, kind of like a laneway home that's being built in the backyard of a home. It's perfectly legal. It passed all the, uh, you know, the checks and balances at the city of Toronto. It's just a big eyesore. Do you expect to see a lot more of this happening? It is going to happen a lot more and more, and there will be an, even incentives down the road for people to do it. Uh, I guarantee it just just because of the shortage. Um, I know nobody wants this big, big monster laneway home backing onto your house or beside your house, and it's just like, what's going on here? And then it's going to affect the parking on the street. Nobody like, you know, it, it depends on the neighborhood, but it, it's going to happen more and more as time goes on. It's just getting started. Yeah, I agree. I think we're going to see a lot more of this for sure. Hey, we got to go. You can listen to our show online through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for The Golfy Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform. Hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. Thank you, Rob, and thank you for listening to The Golfy Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.